Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Central Bank meets this week and is widely expected to raise the cost of borrowing once again. It could do so by as much as 75 basis points or three quarters of one full percent. This will have an immediate impact on mortgage holders with tracker mortgages, but it's unclear what it means for other other borrowers and indeed for savers who may need the income. Dennis Eustace is a broker with Progressive Financial Services and is sitting in front of me. Good morning on this cold morning, Dennis. Good morning, Joe. What's right. your What's your best bet? Do you think it'll be fifty basis points or even seventy five basis points on Thursday? Okay, yeah. So, um, I I, I really expect it to be uh, fifty basis points. Right. Uh, if it is um, three quarters of a percent, it'll be quite disappointing. We're hoping for a half a percent. Um, but, you, but, but, but you definitely think rates are going to go up? Oh, they're, they're, it's it's widely expected that the rates are going up this week. Yeah, we um, were talking to the governor of the Central Bank of Ireland uh, uh, two weeks ago on this show, and uh, he said he would be voting for at least a fifty basis yeah. point. So rates are going up. So let's talk about what that means for people with mortgages. Yeah. So what what that means immediately will be that um, the banks in Ireland will will pass on that rate rise to all of the tracker. Uh, mortgage holders um, in Ireland. Um, it means that if it goes up by 50 basis points, it means that it, since July, the rates will have risen by 2.5%. Mm. And if it goes up by three quarters of a percent, it'll mm. be 2.75% of a rate rise. And that's all in the space of five months. All in the space of five months. And while we can't predict the future, it's it's again, it's 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 well discussed. It's well Sorry, it's widely expected as well that the rates could go up again in March next year as well. So So in terms of what is the average mortgage out there, Dennis? Um, So, I mean, as a broker, I I predominantly predominantly deal with um, Dublin. Um, However, um, my mortgage... My, my clients would typically be somewhere between two hundred and seventy-five to three hundred thousand would be mm-hmm. an average mortgage size, maybe. And so, uh, if they're on a tracker and they had three hundred thousand euro mortgage, what would that add to their monthly payments? Do you think? Yeah. So I suppose the the actual the, the real figures would look like two hundred and fifty to three hundred euros a month uh, in increased um, interest since July, uh, off the back of this rate rise that's coming this week as well. I've I've, I've included that into my calculations. Now, if you are on a standard variable, that's a really interesting thing because they haven't risen at anything like the speed that trackers have risen since interest rates started going up in the summer. No, they haven't. And that is an interesting space because um, I, I really feel it's about market share for the banks. They're all in competition with each other to have the biggest market share or to have more market share of the, of the Irish market. Um, and I suppose um, the, if they if they were to raise their, their variable rates uh, as quickly as they had to with their with their um, tracker rates, then I think people might have been looking at um, switching their mortgage uh, quite quickly. Oh, so. so it's it's all about kind of um, not letting the competition get ahead of them in that, yeah, in that sense. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because I mean, the banks would always be in discussion, um, you know, trying to compete with their competitors. Like, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. if you take, for example, um, Bank of Ireland and Permanent TSB, they were the last two of the kind of the pillar banks in Ireland to put up the rates uh, for for new customers and for to increase their their variable rates. Sorry, like. You know, for anybody who's applying for a mortgage today, will pay more than they would have maybe even four, five, six weeks ago. But both of those banks kind of held off and kept their powder dry on, until one made the move first. I think that was. And would you would you say they were swallowing losses to, to try and get a bit, bit of market share, or that they you know they thought you know we can sustain this for a little bit longer? I would certainly feel that they probably certainly the the profit margins would have been 
would have been reduced yeah. um, because, you know, ideally the bank would love to pass on interest rate rises immediately across yeah. the board. But I suppose they have to bear in mind that um, it's a free market and uh, clients, mortgage holders are free to switch and to, to look around if, if that's something. And, that and even if you're in a fixed rate mortgage, you should still shop around, I hear. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Uh, because, yeah. But people would be worried about being charged for moving out of, out of their fixed rate mortgage, won't they? Um, so with the banks, if if you're in a fixed rate, let's just say you're in a three-year fixed rate and you're a year into it or two years into it, you can very easily just pick up the phone and ring your bank and ask them what the breakage fee would what would look like if you were leaving that bank today, mm-hmm. and they'll tell you the fee. The fee is often zero or very very tiny in comparison. That's to interesting what, because a lot of people think it's going to cost them maybe thousands if the if they break their fixed link. No, not in my experience. No, I often I would I would tell clients all the time to contact their bank to see what the breakage fee would look like before we really continue a conversation around the switcher. And once they find out that that fee, that breakage fee is is very minuscule, then they then want to engage with you then in regards to switching because the the, the benefits of switching, I suppose, mortgages are are huge. They mm. often outweigh what would potentially be a very small breakage fee. I've listed some uh, here, like so, if you have a property that say. A or B rated, the banks consider them to be green mortgages. They mm. offer really good rate reductions on them. Um, they offer cash back, some of the banks. It's quite an incentive. Like So if you're borrowing 300000 a bank like Bank of Ireland or Permanent TSB might give you 6000 back in cash. Um, every every year? Or? Initially, when you draw down oh, your yeah, mortgage, you they them. give it to you as an incentive to go to them as opposed to going to a competitor. Uh-huh. Um, to be fair, like if you look at the tracker mortgage rate, for example, I mean, some people might have been paying a 1.5% uh, before July and they might have like they're on the pig's back in terms of low interest rates. Mm-hmm. I mean, those rates now are, are looking at four percent now. They've slipped yeah. off that back. Yeah, completely. Yeah, <laughs> and it, yeah. It, 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 the non-bank lenders are really having a bad time of it since interest rates have been risen. Yeah, so the non-bank lenders, like I mean, Avant and those guys. Yeah, Avant and, and um, ICS, Dillisk, and you know, uh, Finance Ireland, and these guys. Um, you know, they're not really at the races at the moment. The rates are. Well, you say non-competitive. So when you, when you speak to a client who's a first-time buyer or looking to take out a mortgage or switch to mortgage, the conversation really isn't steering towards them at the moment because they look at their rates and they're just not very competitive. Um, as well as that, they don't really offer kind of a cash incentive mm. such as cashback and stuff like that. It's because they, um, they don't have savings, isn't it? They, yeah, that they can, they can lend yeah. out. So they're, they're, their directors, their investors and their shareholders are, are, have, have just... I, I, I just... I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to really put my finger on it. But at the moment... They're not really looking. Yeah. It doesn't feel like they're and looking to. Very, it. very yes. briefly, savers are they getting any money from the, from their savings these days? Yeah, so that's a really interesting one as well. So, like some people will be fortunate enough to have some money in their bank accounts or in their savings accounts, and the banks haven't really passed on the, the ECB rate rises as such yet. Mm. And savings, like I don't want to say it's a bank's culture, but you know, it feels like that they're not, they're not they're they're often very reluctant to reward. Uh, people for having savings in the, in their banks. So, like in terms of if you have money sitting in a savings account and it's literally earning you nothing, and in the past, mm-hmm. if it was a significant amount, it was actually costing mm-hmm. you money. Then, really, you know, you should really be looking at maybe moving that into an investment option or speaking to your bank or a broker about what you could do to make it work for you so, better. Someone like your good self, Dennis. Someone like myself, yeah, absolutely. Dennis, thank yeah. you very much for coming in on this uh, very cold thank you, uh, Monday morning. This is Dennis Eustace from Progressive Financial Services. Back. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.